Time now to talk travel and we're joined once again by Mark Evans who is travel writer with The Herald. Mark, welcome to the programme. Hi Mick, how are you? So, where are you taking us? Uh, Wales, you know, it's one of those things I kind of, as a kid, I always end up going to North Wales every year for about 12 years. It's kind of a handy place to get to. It's it's beautiful. Um, and I kind of wanted to go back. So I had an idea, like, you know, just I was watching the Euros that I always like the underdog, Iceland or Wales. And I don't have, I don't have a huge... Uh, Bank balance, so I thought, you Have know. Have you been to Iceland? No, I haven't, actually. Oh, it's an interesting place. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it looks fantastic. But Wales, so is Wales. Yeah, no, I, I was bringing a couple of kids, because my son actually, during, it was literally one of those summer holidays, so you said, what are you going to do over a weekend? Where can you go? It's handy, and something to do, like, in terms of activities. Uh, and Wales is kind of, it's changed in the sense of it, it's very much aimed at kind of sports enthusiasts. So I've got kind of three teenagers, 15, you know, who basically into Pokemon Go and all whatever else. But so where are you going to bring them? Somewhere like that's going to kind of keep them active for uh, just literally two days. It's a short weekend break, um, cheap, cheerful, um, close. It's a it's a short drive, so it's a, it kind of ticks all the boxes. Okay, how did you get there? Uh, ferry. Um, basically, you know, well, obviously Dublin to Hollyhead is a fairly handy ferry. Like you know, you got Irish ferries, you got Stena. Um, Stena were doing a deal with um, one of the activity centres for ten percent off um, surfing, etc. So um, it was literally go out eight twenty in the morning, come back the following night. Um, and it's incredible the amount you can actually pack in in two days. So you just you one overnight stay, mm, one overnight yeah, there. Pretty much, yeah. Like we're kind of, I suppose, with, with three teenagers, you kind of you have to kind of budget. You know, they're going to spend a lot of money, and if they see, you know, McDonald's, ASDA, you got your psychic helmet on as well, bringing three <laughs> teenagers over Wales. <laughs> no, they were actually good. I said once once I tired them out, like don't don't leave them unoccupied yeah. for for more than half an hour, and you know, and there was certainly plenty to do, and I kept them going. So you leave at half eight, and look what time do you arrive then? Yeah, you arrive at around, uh, it's about three hours 15, so right. you, before noon. So and then Sorry. from there, it's a 15-minute drive down to where we went to our first stop off, which is kind of handy because I've got a car that's kind of ageing at this stage. So um, Kerry might be a bit of a push even for this thing, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and you're to get to Wales. Yeah. And what was your destination, so Mark, initially? Yeah, the first one was Surf Snowdonia. It's actually in Snowdonia National Park. Um, the way I describe Snowdonia is it's kind of a cross of Kerry and Wicklow. It's just that kind of, you know, mountain scenery, um, sheep, dales. It's 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 a it's a very unspoiled part of the world. Um, again, you know, it's it's very much you know just just a rural rural break and quite like I said, close to shore. Right, and uh, you stayed there. Did you do a bit of surfing? No, I, I have to admit, no, I'm, I'm actually terrified of water. Um, <laughs> like, I, you know, Come here, you're on a travel, you're on a traveller, Mark. Come on, I'm going to get over that. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm not joking. My, my, my vision, you know those water slide parts, my vision of hell is those. I, I, I did once and once that like, I'll, I'll try and brave it. And my togs went one way, I went the other way. And uh, <laughs> you've got a lot of people kind of taking selfies and photographs of, of you trying to find your togs. It's so, no, I, I absolutely hate water. So three boys, no, they're fearless. So I said, look, you guys do it. I'll, I'll take photographs and... Have a wander around, and so they had a British Olympic champion, um, British uh, surf champion, uh, exports, I should say, ex champion, um, who's the head surfer there. And uh, within an hour and a half, she got but them can up. You, about. We actually surf it where they were surfing in the water park. Yeah, it's it's an it's an actual old factory, so aluminium factory site. So what's happened in Wales? Like a lot of places, industry is gone. Um, same with the, the mining and all that. So they had to do something different. So they said, well, let's let's try a bit of tourism and travel. Um, so they turned it into the world's first indoor surfing um, uh, centre. Um, waves are like seven feet high they travel away 400 feet but the, the difference between that and sea surfing is you guarantee the wave every minute so once you fall off another one's coming along in a minute's time and it's indoor so it's not depending on the weather oh no it's, like, no it's actually outdoor sorry it's uh, sorry, it's inland but not it's indoor in, oh sorry oh no yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, if you can imagine it's just like it's like a very very large lake so it's got a few different different activities but it's it's a massive lake so the kids say from all ages they say up to about 90s you know um, very very young kids so you start off on the board so you get your balance and all that 
Um, and then within about 15 minutes, they're actually on the water. Um, how to paddle, how to how to stand up. Um, and it's fun, actually. In fairness, like, we, of, of the boys, um, the, the smaller of the three, he was an absolute natural. Because, like, you know, it's, it's easy for him. My son's six foot five, and he had a few problems with it. But uh, in fairness, like, by the end of it, like, they were, like within one lesson, which is an hour and a half, they were, they were pretty much ready to go. Like, I could have put, you could have went into the sea after. And it's a water park. I mean, are there other water-related activities there? Yeah. Is, is it one of these where you pay your... You go in for the day kind of thing. Yeah, it is. You know, you can actually stay. We actually stayed overnight, but there's a lot of things. Like there's actually, you know, there's, there's play centers for smaller children they don't want to do, or you know, got trampolines, etc. Um, but in terms, of, there's a thing called Splash and, and Crash Lagoon, is where I don't know if you ever seen that Ultimate Wipeout thing on TV uh, on BBC One, where basically you're you're juggling, you're you're kind of swinging on monkey bars and balls, trying to get across. You got you got it like a crash helmet on. And the whole logic is trying to get across without falling into the water. But uh, <laughs> the best part of it actually was people just taking photographs of people like, literally landing on their backsides in that water. Did you, did you try that one? No, of course not. Ah. <laughs> I, I was taking the photographs. I, I was researching her, you know. Okay. <laughs> and as you say, like scenery wise, mm. I think you just put a well combination of Kerry and Wicklow. Yeah, it is that kind of look. You know, it, it, it's obviously, you know, it, it's it's slightly different. Obviously, mining is a huge thing down there. But um, Is it still? Are, 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 the, are the mines still they're active? Gone, they're gone. They're gone. Yeah. Right. Now, um, that's well, that, that's the second part of it. And if you go to this place called Kleckwed Slate Caverns, where they've literally turned what was a mine in, into right, a tourist attraction. We'll come to that soon. Yeah. But first, like, back to the water park. Mm. Um, and you can stay on site there effectively overnight. Yeah, you can actually glamp. Now, you, you, bring, you bring your own sleeping bag, you bring your own pillows. But uh, yeah, you can, you can hire one for night it's got hot tubs outside it's just basically it's it's um, one of those kind of glamping pods it's a wooden kind of construction but um, you can sit out and just watch you have a barbecue there you can actually watch the surfers or you know it's it's literally very very beautiful scenery uh, very peaceful place so it's not a huge amount of travel it's again if you're looking for luxury it's not, that's not the scene but uh, if you're in a couple of kids it's it's quite it's quite a good reasonable it's quite reasonable uh, yeah, because one of our texters come in there how does the cost of living work out Asked Davis, I spent a weekend in London recently. I was nearly bankrupt after in <laughs> Wales. Is Wales a lot cheaper than London? Oh, yeah, everywhere is cheaper yeah. than London. You know, yeah, like, I think London is, is a city of its own. It you know, is. it's or, sorry, it's a country in, in its own right, really. You know, um, yeah, it's it's like we went to the local the touristy town. I bet we see Coed would be the equivalent of say Glendalough here or say um, Killarney. Um, you can get a pizza about four pounds upwards, so you're talking about 450 euros. Oh, yeah. Um, different price level you know again it's, it's you know Blano Fistiniog was the old mining town so it's more of a kind of a working class kind of area in the sense of you know it's, it wouldn't be your Chelsea prices Are you far here from the cities from Cardiff or Swansea or Yeah well, would, you know, well if you're going to Cardiff you don't go through Wales you, right. you, you go into England then come back out again right. so the nearest um, big towns would be Bangor University Town Conway which has an absolutely fantastic castle so if anybody knows if you ever take the, the, run, the London Road you just literally um, come off at uh, Candidno Junction take a right down the Conway Valley which is, is a stunning valley in its own right um, Yeah the only, the only time I was on the London Road there would have been on just because Slattery's bus is heading oh, I've done that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you arrive at four or five in the morning, so you don't see a hell of a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, so you can stay overnight in there. Mm. That's, that, that, that's handy enough as well. Glamping mainly would be your... Yeah, glamping. You're, you're talking about like a, it's £100 per pod, but that'll hold four people. Right. Um, so And then your breakfast is included with that. But bring a pillow and bring a sleeping bag. It's literally just, you know, it's a mattress and... It, and what about evening meal or dinner or anything? You can have like, dinner, on site. Um, dinner on site. And like, again, if you have a car, you can you can always take a, like, take a spin. But with Dakota, say, is a very much a touristy town. There's plenty there. Um, but on site, you know, there's a restaurant, there's a bar. Um, so if you don't want to travel too far, it's it's all in there. 
Okay, and then as you say, you moved on to, is this a mine that that has been... Uh, yeah, it's it's an old slate mine. You see, what happened was, you know, um, the mining jobs went like in between the 70s to 90s, it basically closed down. Like, like Wales was the centre of uh, slate mining in the world. So, you know, it's, it's something I didn't know about. But so basically local towns died. So they said, well, we need high paying jobs or, or decent paying jobs. And that was the idea behind... Um, which, which is basically a, a private um, enterprise, but they've actually employed a lot of uh, ex-miners who now work as tour guides. They'll actually bring you down the mine, and it's not, not a case of just to get out of the mine, you see nothing. Um, there's a lake down there. Um, a yeah, lake? An actual lake. It's, it's water. It, it floods every so often because, you know, just, just the way the rain and stuff in Wales, obviously a bit like here. Um, but you go 500 feet down a train, a little, an old miner train, you wear your pit helmet. Um, it's quite cramped in parts, and other parts are huge caverns. And you, you learn about the lives of the miners, and how they kind of, the whole coral um, situation started rugby. So it, it's, it's a good introduction to Welsh life. But again, it, it, that might sound a bit too museum-y. There is actually alternatives there. You can also, you can bounce on uh, trampolines down below. It's a in the mines? In the mines itself, yeah, yeah. They've actually got, it's about the size of two double-deckers, a massive cavern where basically kids can just basically bounce around. And that's what's called, you know, down below, it's, and just bounce all day. Wear, wear yourselves out there, kids. Like, that, that's yeah. pretty much, yeah, 500 yeah. feet below your car park, you know, yeah. off you go and bounce around the place. It, it, it's, it, you know, it's just something a little bit different. But yeah. it, it is very, very enjoyable because you do get a, an insight into the lives of the miners who did work 12-hour days, died in the 40s, obviously through um, dust inhalation. Um, and you actually get to mine yourself if you want to have a go at knocking out some slate with it, you know, the chisels and stuff. And would this be, is it a small village where this is located? Or is it, it's outside the, the town of Blanau Fistiniog, um, hoping I'm pronouncing that properly, right. um, which it was a massive town in the day, but obviously now because of the mining jobs went, it got smaller and smaller. So like, literally it was a deprived area. So I want to say deprived, we're not talking like it's still very picturesque, but there was nothing there. But until tourism came along, so it's it's kind of it's it's changed in that sense, and and they've kind of learned to adapt, which and and they've done a really good job of it. And again, you can go zip wiring as well, or you can go on a four by four explorer over the mountains of uh, Snowdonia. Again, we did. I, that's the one thing. I, I hate heights. Not as much as water. Well, Mark, no. And I, 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 do you know what, Mick? I did the zip wire. I actually did the longest zip wire in oh, Europe. Yeah, it's really? t- it's two thousand meters long. Um, you start off on the top of the mountain. You're driven up a mountain, and off you go. And you actually. The only little bit freaky thing for me was you actually go over the, the exposed pits. So all you can see is kind of where the old mining equipment used to be. Um, but you're high up, you're in a harness. You can yeah, t- yeah. yeah. And it's absolutely, f- you can bring your own GoPro if, if you have It sounds like a pretty big operation, so on. It's like massive, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically, well, they have a lot of different kind of um, activities on site. If you want to go uh, on a 4 by 4 explore the mountains, off you go. Um, but there's uh, different types of zip wires all over North Wales. I think the idea was, look, let's, what do we have? We've got a bit of scenery, but like when I was a kid going to Wales, you had to have steam engines and beaches. That was pretty much it. And now they say, well, you know, we need we need to up our game here a bit. So if you want an activity weekend, it's and especially like I said, teenagers who are hard to please. But they said, look, all we know is Garth Bale and sheep. What what else is there in Wales? And they came back saying, we want to do another surf lesson. I said, well, I'm not bringing you, but <laughs> they're gonna yeah, they're yeah, gonna yeah, go back yeah, anyway. Yeah. yeah. And could some parts of this country could pick up some ideas there in yeah. terms of you yeah. know rural Ireland well especially industrial you, know, like, yeah. you think like an aluminium factory suddenly is a surf lagoon so in yeah. the sense of you know things you know people I think people did think outside the box yeah. and say like okay there's something a little bit different with this and you can actually track people you know there are like uh, down in Castle Comer we've got an absolutely fantastic zipware um, facility in Kilkenny I was down there a few weeks ago and it's, it, it's something in Dublin you might have heard of but it's absolutely brilliant so like there are parts of, of Ireland which we have these kind of things but not on such a scale the zip wire was, was certainly yeah, long, I, nothing I've ever seen I've done all over the world zip wires um, I've conquered those you're fear. a big zip wire man are you? Do you, know what, do you know what you know what when everybody else is doing it you've got to do it at some stage you know 
So I said, yeah, yeah. well, why not? You know, like, you know, I think once you get on the wire, it's okay. It's just, just the climb up's not too good. Just a couple of texts. Hmm. Um, is it a driving only kind of holiday destination or how is public transport Sarah and Kells on tonight? Yes, you can get there by public transport. You know, you know yourself now, when I, when I was growing up in, in the 80s, um, the train to, you know, from Hollyhead to London was quite regular. You can get the train to Clandino Junction. Uh, from there, you can get the train down to Betweetsy Coed, which is an absolutely beautiful town, beautiful train station. Um, it's 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 very, very doable. Um, I, would, I would suggest the car just because if you want to see a few different things, um, Surf Snowdonia uh, from the train station, it's a small taxi ride, so that is certainly doable. Um, but I think a car is probably a big advantage if you can do it. And term, there are buses, you know, again, but I'm always of the thing, you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm a city boy, so when I see country, I'm always worried, will that bus turn up? Am I going to be stuck here for a while? But certainly, it is certainly doable, yeah. Right. Um, another text from Jenny. Planning a two-week last-minute holiday at the end of September, would Mark recommend two full weeks in Wales? Two full weeks, so that's yeah, a that's a long, long. time. Yeah, well, well the only thing, the only thing I'd say, Sterling Sterling has. Cert- I wouldn't mind driving and taking another part of the UK as well as Wales. Any suggestions? Yeah, that maybe. Ex- well, you know, been part of it, Darren. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you know why? Actually, I've done Cardiff now, and, and people think of Cardiff as a rugby weekend. Cardiff is, is a fabulous city. Like, if you look at the Cardiff Bay area, like shops and restaurants. Um, again, you got the Doctor Who exhibition. Depends. You got kids. I think two weeks is probably a little bit too long. Even I'm sure even the Welsh tourist board would say. I, I think a week is certainly enough. Um, as I've done before on the show, Cambridge and Oxfordshire, not that far away from Wales either. Um, you've got Bristol, Bath, again, not too far away. The only thing I'd say when it comes to Britain, you know, Stirling has got better, but the prices will creep up quite a bit, especially if you've got kids. So I'd say, I think long weekend Wales or, you know, may- maybe best part of a week. What you call it? It's beside Bath, because uh, I went down there many, many moons Western, ago. Glastonbury. Uh, oh, Glastonbury, yeah. Yeah, you can, you can end up there. Um, okay, <laughs> we have another way. Tell the <laughs> truth. What sort of review did the teenagers give the holiday? Did they really enjoy the mining museums? They did actually, yeah, no, because they, they actually got to get the chisels and knock the hell out of a bit of mine and say, oh, get a, get a bit of slate off here. In you between know. the trampolining? In between the trampolining, in between, like, no, in term, but it, like, all I can say, when it came to the crash and splash, I forgot to say, the crash and splash is a giant inflatable cushion where the first boy goes down and he sits on the edge of the cushion and then somebody jumps down and so if you can imagine a small kid flying 20 feet in the air, there's nothing more hilarious as you see him land in the water after. And that, and that actually was one of the highlights of Surf Sandonia because, you, you know, you're going to get wet. That's why I was going nowhere near. But it's, it's great fun. I'd say for a weekend, yeah, if you've got active kids, definitely, you know, go for it. So schedule-wise, you left the the, uh, the water park on, mm. on Sunday morning, was it? And headed yeah, and, and from there down to the Slate Cavern, um, we're talking about 20-minute drive. So it's it's not a huge uh, distance. Uh, Bell Co with fifteen minute drive. Um, they definitely recommend it. And again, if you're into trains and you've got some smaller kids, it's like steam engine heaven. You've got you've got little mountain trains all over the place. And what time were you back heading back on the boat in Halifax? Back, back by midnight on the Monday night. <clears throat> it, it was on the like, Monday night. Yeah, was it two nights. Sorry. Yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a bank holiday weekend. Bank sorry, yeah. I stayed overnight and then so I went out first thing on on the Sunday morning. Came back last thing on the Monday night. So it's literally early hours in the morning. And where did you stay the second night? Oh, first I know literally because we just spent the whole day. We 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 stayed overnight in Surf Sidonia and then spent the full day and then drove back that evening back to the ferry. The ferry is around half eight that night, so um, I had a full day there. Okay, I'm going to try this one. Yeah, from uh, Lally Tide, just <laughs> out of the area, discussing very fair review and superb pronunciations. That's from Mark, not me. I think <laughs> that Diane and Chaware Teg. That's according to Gaynor. Yeah, okay. We'll try that one. I'm going to say, sorry, my, my surname is Evans, but my Welsh isn't that good. I'm I was sorry. wondering that. All right, yeah, there's <laughs> yeah. no connection. Uh, speaking of which, do you come across people speaking the language at all? 
Absolutely, yeah. Really? Yeah, even in Cardiff. Like, I, I was surprised. Now, there's, a, there's a fantastic pub, um, and I've forgotten the name, but, and somebody in sure will tell me. Um, it's right beside the, the tennis centre in Cardiff. Uh, it's an old thatched cottage. Everybody speaks Welsh in there. It's a big, you know, um, I'd say... Is there first language? Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Like, all the time. It's, it's like, it, you would, you're not going to hear Irish that much on the Grafton Street, but it's like the equivalent of Grafton Street. You, like, you know, you'd see maybe a quarter of the people would be speaking Welsh. Um, shocked me the first time. I was very surprised. I thought it was very much rural, but no, it's, it's a city thing as well, yeah. Great. And you didn't engage at all in any of their uh, rugby element, uh, rugby history or anything? No, no, not at all. You know, it's, I suppose it, the season is over at that stage, but you see a lot of, obviously, rugby's all over the place. But uh, in Cardiff, when I was there before, yeah, sir, I went to the Millennium Stadium. There's an absolutely fantastic tour of, of the stadium itself. It's no Croke Park, but uh, it's not bad, you know. It's um, And you do kind of, when you actually walk out into the pitch, they do have the, the crowd noise. So, again, it's slightly different from, from where we were, but... Uh, if you if you're into rugby, yeah, it's it's fantastic, and you see all the old, you see all the jerseys there. Anything you're into, like between soccer and rugby as well, so it's it's I would certainly recommend. Millennium Stadium is fantastic. It's literally bang in the centre of Cardiff. People are friendly. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. They like the Irish, and so you know, I, I I'm sure I'd love to go there for I've never gone there for a rugby weekend, but uh, I'm sure it's great crack. Yeah, yeah, it's funny as you say because I've I've never actually. Apart from passing through at four in the morning, I've never yeah. been in in Wales. It's sort of it's a thing you'd want to yeah. think about actually. Certainly, tell you, Mark, I have to say, you certainly make it sound very welcoming indeed. And thank you for that. Uh, Mark Evans, travel editor with The Herald. Thank you for that today on your long weekend in Wales.